Hey, it's Alana. And Jacqueline. And welcome to another episode of Black and Yellow. Hey guys. Today is a fun episode, kind of. Kind of. It's our Mother's Day episode. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all of the current mothers, future mothers, past mothers, grandmothers. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the mamas All of the sort world. of mamas. Like, happy Mother's Day to all of you. It's your day. We're talking today about a very specific type of mother. That is the single mother. Mm-hmm. Um, single moms and single motherhood is on the rise oh, in yes. our modern society. Yeah, I think it's it's the highest it's ever been. Right. Yeah. And there's, there's no signs of it slowing down. There's no Mm-mm. signs of it declining. I think with marriage becoming... Um, sort of obsolete yeah. <laughs> form of marriage. I was going to say a less respected commitment institution for and some just, people, but right. I mean, that's... Same thing. Same thing. <laughs> I, put it, I put it in one word. <laughs> the rise of unmarried mothers is steadily increasing. Mm-hmm. However, I think that we should point out that in terms of this episode today, we're talking about single moms. That would be the moms where the biological fathers are not around. Yes. As opposed to the moms or maybe the biological fathers and the moms just aren't cohabitating mm-hmm. together. Right. Or like custodial parents, which would be... A weekend with the dad. Or like long term if a mom oh, stays yeah. here and like the husband is off at war. Yeah. Or works right, in another right, right. country or something like yeah. that. Like the dad is coming back. We're talking about straight up single moms. In particular, how it seems as though African-American single moms get the trope of being lazy welfare queens mm-hmm. or insert any other negative trope mm-hmm. um, that you want to insult there, insert there. And then Asian moms. Not so much. Not so much. Yeah. I mean, only 17% of Asian-American women are single moms. Right. And it seems like that's just not a thing that culturally happens or... Uh, is looked down upon or even talked about, really. Yeah, totally. <coughs> um, your mom is a single mom. Yeah, I was raised by a single mom. And growing up, I never felt, like, ashamed or wronged or put in a place of less than because I had a single mom. And, and why should you? Yeah. I, I, yeah, I really... I mean, but as opposed to, like, an African-American. Yep. Who I'm sure... <laughs> I mean, just the media itself. You see it in movies. You see it everywhere. Totally. Um, but yeah, I never, I never felt any of that, which I'm grateful for. Neither, neither did my mom. She never made me feel like we were dope. No, she she made you feel like you were dope. <laughs> right. Like, awesome. Perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> dope. Pretty much. Awesome. Well, I wish the same could be said for single black mothers. Uh, there are so many stigmas facing them. I know. Just to start horrible. out, I think if you are a single mother in the U.S. today, there is a stigma no matter what color you are. Yeah. People just do not like single moms. No. We are a nation built on Christian values, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not. And people... To think that your marriage fell apart. Right. Or that you let your husband cheat on you. Right. Or any of that stuff. Or that you're a progressive, forward-thinking woman who's able to take care of herself. Yeah, and how dare you ask for a divorce. Right, right. exactly. All like, of that. That comes with religion and... All of it. And yeah. it's all, like, crazy bullshit to me. It is. Uh, I was doing research for the show, and I, I there was a statistic that said 69% of Americans essentially look down on single mothers versus 23% that don't agree with gay marriage and their adopting of children. So that's a really big, like, disparity. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, we're cool with gay and lesbian parents, but single heterosexual women? Uh Uh-uh. No, no, no. Where's that guy? (laughs) That's a little backwards, if you ask me. I agree. (sighs) Anywho, I'm just going to lay some some statistics on you in terms of 
single moms in the USA in 2018. So once largely limited to poor women and minorities, single motherhood is now becoming, quote, the new norm. This prevalence is due in part to the growing trend of children born outside of marriage, a societal trend that was virtually unheard of decades ago. About four out of ten children were born to unwed mothers. Nearly two-thirds were born to mothers under the age of 30. And today, one in four children under the age of 18, a whopping total of 17.2 million children are being raised without a father. And of all single parent families in the U.S., single mothers make up a majority of them. Wow. So in the U.S., we've got 11,667,000 single parent families. And of those families, 81.4% are headed up by single mothers, 35.6% are poor, and 27.5% are jobless the entire year. And then 31.6% of those people, of those families, uh, had food insecurity, which mm. means they weren't able to figure out where their next nutritious, sufficient meal was coming from. Right. I remember growing up and uh, counting all my friends on my hands, like all my closest best friends, mm -hmm. and they all all were raised by single mothers. Really? Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Can I ask, were they all Asian or no? Um, no. Okay. But perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just the thought. I remember, and I remember making that conclusion early on and being like, "That's interesting." Or <laughs> were not necessarily, let's say, single mom completely, but definitely divorced. Okay. Or then, perhaps widowed, like husband was there and yeah. no longer is. And then single mom, you know, at 14 or became right. a single mom when the ch the child was at 15, so on and so forth. I definitely have a couple of cousins that got pregnant very young. Uh, we'll say like 18 and under is what mm -hmm. I'll consider very young. However, the fathers stuck around mm -hmm. and are still a part of their kids' lives today and are still... Uh, active to semi-active, we'll say. Mm -hmm. and uh, But are still like role models and they still contribute and their presence is still known and I don't mean presence and like I come around once a year and like hey I'm your dad come yeah. give me a hug kind of presence because <laughs> right. like, that kind of presence kids don't know how to deal with but right. uh, yeah I was I guess reading the statistics I was like go us go mm -hmm. our families that we like made it work mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so around half of single mothers have never been married 29% are divorced 21% are either separated or widowed uh, half have one child and 30% have two. Mm. However, the employment rates of single moms varies drastically, hugely, hugely. So at any one time, about two thirds of single mothers are working outside of the home, a slightly greater share than the share of married mothers who are working outside the home. And however, only half were employed full time all year long, almost a wow. third 27.5% were jobless the entire year. And of that third, only 22.4% received benefits. Wow. Or unemployment or some sort of government assistance, not necessarily welfare. Welfare. Um, so those are some scary numbers. Yeah. Like, those are some really scary numbers. Yeah, I think about the kids and yeah. how they're dealing, and it's sad. Totally. And I think that this particular reality is all too lived in the african-american community and i really wanted to talk about the trope of the single black mother who's got multiple kids and is living off of government assistance because i feel like it's a trope that has just existed mm -hmm. in our community for decades yeah. and decades and it just doesn't seem to die yeah and i think i really hate this trope because it's a trope that exists in the intersection of racism and sexism yeah 
Definitely. It's sexist because a patriarchal society like ours that just doesn't like women and wants to condemn them in any way possible is going to hold single mothers down in general. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, we're a Christian nation. You women, how dare you have sex outside of marriage? Mm -hmm. Double how dare you if you have sex with no good men. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know you're running the risk of procreating with some bullshit. So why would you ever do that? But then it also exists in the intersection of racism because it's very easy for black women to be painted as the scapegoat Mm. in this particular situation because there's so much propaganda supporting that. As I said earlier, the trope of the welfare queen who essentially, if you've never heard of the welfare queen trope, it's essentially a manipulative yet lazy woman who lived off of the government, took advantage of the benefits that she was getting from the government, um, but but didn't want to help herself. She she didn't want to work. She didn't want to go to school. And generally, that particular trope was assigned to African-American women. Mm -hmm. However, at the time of the trope, there were more white single mothers on welfare than black black people. So it was one of those, like stick the knife in and turn kind of insults because it's like well hey this actually isn't our community yes I understand that poverty and single motherhood in the African American community have gone hand in hand for decades and Mm -hmm. there's many different reasons for that but Mm -hmm. in terms of this particular welfare queen trope i.e. the lazy black woman who just keeps procreating without any sort of good sense is um, super angering to me and (sighs) I feel like there's not, it's not a fair trope, but it's a trope that keeps getting passed on. Over and over again. Yeah, totally. So, Ta-Nehisi Coates, you've heard me mention this particular writer on the show before. He was the author of the book Behind, Between the World and Me. Uh, he wrote an article for The Atlantic called Out of Wedlock Births in Black America. Oh, yes. And it was from 2013, so some of the statistics have changed, but it um it piqued my interest in terms of the 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 numerical breakdown of births in and out of wedlock in our African-American culture and what some people think is behind that. Okay. So he says 70% of all births among African-Americans happen out of wedlock. He says, quote, you often see this number invoked to show the moral or cultural decline in the black family. Mm. So already right there, it's like, oh, black people, they're morally questionable. Yeah, they'll cheat on their wives. They'll cheat on their husbands. Or even worse, they'll just have sex recklessly. Right. And uh, give no regard to the future children they may be bringing into the world. Yeah. So he says a number of unmarried black women, mothers or not, have grown significantly while the number of married women have only grown a little bit. Mm. And you can attest this to the difficulties that black men face Mm. in the world today. It seems like for black men, there's a revolving jail door, which then leads to lack of opportunity or simply lack of uh, educational options for black men. So there's a a sense of you have to go and you have to start working these blue collar jobs with no way of moving up because Mm -hmm. there's no um, college education or I guess secondary education, Mm -hmm. if you will. Um, So while the number of unmarried black women has grown substantially, the number of actual black women is that the the number of actual married black women is at its lowest point ever documented. So black women are getting married less and less. Yeah. And again, we can attribute this to, as some black women would say, like lack of quote unquote good men out there. 
supposedly. Supposedly. Whatever supposedly. that means. Supposedly. Exactly. I don't know if that's a, a question of, you know, having standards that they feel aren't being met. Perhaps mm-hmm, it's geographic. Mm-hmm. Perhaps it's, you know. Whatever it may be. Personal. Right. <laughs> choices and these numbers also don't account for the lgbt community i see or the trans community this is like just straight heterosexual black women and i gay black women want to be parents too yeah i'm sure trans black women want to be parents just as much yeah yeah exactly so you've got a large number of black women choosing not to marry or opting out of motherhood and there is statistically a drop in birth rates of unmarried black women from 1969 to 2009, which is mirrored by an even steeper drop of birth rates among married black women. Wow, it's like 40 years. Yeah, exactly. So, so we're sort of... It's like almost half a decade. Well, if you think about it, if you think back, like after slavery ended, all of the slaves were freed, but there were no rights for us. There were yeah. no laws to protect us. Uh-huh. And so black people essentially adopted squatter mentality there's a more elegant way of saying it the way is escaping me but it was the belief that if we populate and populate and populate and there's more of us sooner or later the government's going to have to take us seriously and have to create laws for us uh, we also saw this happen when we got a lot of mex when a huge influx of immigrant mexican families came over to the united states as well mm. that this idea of like we have to create in order to be seen in order for our government to start putting laws in place for us. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So our four mothers, so to speak, were reproducing at a rate that was much higher than we are today. Yeah. Mainly because that mentality doesn't exist anymore. Right. If there's tons of laws in place, there's also more opportunity in place. Yeah, right. And I think the idea of what a black woman is in the household... Has changed a lot. Has changed a lot. Right. So... This, the decline sort of makes sense to me as I like. Based on societal Expectations, changes, yeah. changes mm-hmm. but also like attitudes towards yeah. women. I agree. Uh, in and out of the household, that mm-hmm. is. So, yeah, I thought that was an interesting little walk down memory lane that mm-hmm. I just wanted to, to address. Mm-hmm. But I also think that one thing that black women are doing that's really out that are really outpacing african-american men and i think that sometimes african-american men have a hard time keeping up or might not be interested is the um attainment of higher education or secondary education right more black women are going to college at a higher rate than african-american men wow and i'm not necessarily saying you have to go to college trade school works too right 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 but we are outpacing the brothers that we love so much yeah. in an effort to make a better life for ourselves and for our kids. Yeah. And it's only natural and normal that when you attain higher education or yeah. you think There's on a... direct norm- numbers correlating yeah, to totally. certain degrees and certain educations. Right. You're going to yeah. want that out of a spouse. Yeah. Well, that's hard to get if our black counterparts aren't attaining the same level of, of education mm-hmm, as mm-hmm. us. I agree. Um, question. I don't know how you feel about this, but in researching this episode, I was looking up single mothers in pop culture. Uh-huh. And I was noticing that there weren't, <laughs> A, there were very f- few, if any, Asian single moms in, like, popular pop culture, popular movies, television shows. Oh, Asians. Well, there also weren't a lot of black ones either. There weren't? No. Wow. No, there, honestly, I was, uh, sorry, I'm, like, shuffling for my notes here. So... The depiction of single moms in pop culture is greatly lacking. There was an article in The Atlantic by Elizabeth Bruno, and it's called, Why Can't Pop Culture Get Single Moms Right? And she basically (laughs) lists a couple of 
tropes that you see in terms of just single moms and they tend to be very white and all tell a really yeah. similar story. I wasn't Britney Spears one. <laughs> <laughs> well, if only she were of? a character in a movie or TV show. <laughs> I swear <laughs> she was one, but she's definitely a, a single mom yeah, of she, an interesting ilk. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about fictitious characters. Oh, fictitious. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, like living, breathing. I'm so sorry. I totally got the wrong. No, it's okay. <laughs> you mean in, in, in pop, like media, yeah, like movies, television. Exactly. I should have said that as opposed to pop culture. Yeah. I'm sorry. You misguided me. Yes, um, definitely Britney Spears is an interesting single mom. Single mom. Um, go on. I just noticed <laughs> that they were very white with, all, with the exception of one. And um, they all kind of had a similar narrative, which I wonder if... Growing up with a single mom, did you feel like this? Because I, I know, like, reading these tropes, I'm like, hmm, none of my cousins that were single moms young um, ever had these sorts of problems. But she cites the difficult career woman becoming, quote-unquote, human. This was Miranda from Sex and the City. Mm. The love-starved damsels becoming brave. That was Dorothy from Jerry Maguire or played by Renee Zellweger. Mm. You've got the severely single Liz Lemon, who was amazingly played by Tina Fey on 30 Rock. You've got the former delinquent becoming citizen uh, or productive member in society. That's Anna Ferris, who plays Christy on Mom. Mm. You've got the repressed white divorcee who becomes liberated. That was the only non-white woman, and that was Catherine Zeta-Jones, and she played Sandy in The Rebound. And the underlying narrative for all of these like single woman tropes is essentially stifled, wounded women looking to unlock their own strength. Suggesting that female mothers are unfinished people who need to bootstrap their way to wholeness. Mm. Yeah, I definitely don't think they they've gotten it right. Uh, Monique was one. In... Precious. Sorry, not Monique. She was the character. No, yeah, yeah no, 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 no. I get what you're saying. Um, that was a, wasn't she single? She was a single mom. She was or, a mom, or she must have had a husband that would, like come home and like be something, daughter, something like, like that. that. I mean. But then yes, Precious but, had a daughter when was pregnant. And I don't know if the African American community would look towards Monique in Precious Monique's search impressions and be like, Yes, aha. Uh-huh. Like Yeah, I just remember it being very dark. She, it was. Because wasn't she a drug addict? Something and abusive. And abused, all this kind of and stuff. And abusive, yes. Yeah. Um yes. There are those 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 impact those uh depictions of single motherhood yeah. in pop culture but i don't think that it does real life single moms much good good no not at all i think it just like you said um perpetuates that trope especially for african americans there's something about it you're right they just haven't gotten right well it just feels like the undercurrent under all of it is like you need a man you need a man Mm -hmm. you need a man like you're not whole you're not complete right versus what it's like to just be a single mom and have a kid and live your life. Right. Because I would argue that the woman that is like taking care of her kid and has a full-time job and is taking care of the household, that's a very complete woman to me. You're essentially managing or juggling three different jobs all at once. What about that one show with Reese Witherspoon on HBO? Oh, Big Little Lies? Yeah. She was married on that show. No, Shailene Woodley was single. That's right. Yeah. So but she... even so, she was running away from mm. Alexander Skarsgård's character, I believe. Which is Nicole Kidman's husband. Correct. 
Oh, damn. I never got too much Correct. into No, the... she was a single mom. Like, you are 100% right. But again, she still falls into this, like, looking for strength and mm. bravery, becoming whole um, narrative. I see, I see. And I just, I, I think that pop culture gets it wrong in that respect because I think that single moms of any ilk are pretty whole and complete if you're juggling all of those jobs at one time yeah. and serving your kids, regardless of what race you are. Yeah, definitely. Because I, growing up, I my mom never looked for a man or talked to me about needing a man or no, she just didn't do that, you know? <laughs> yeah. And then you've got the arguments out there of like, well, kids, kids grow better in a two-parent household. Well, what if that other parent, what uh, if that father yeah, is like... fucked up. Yeah. And abusive. No, I know plenty of kids who grew up in two-parent households, and they were fucked up. Yeah. None of that. That's all false. That's falsity. <laughs> but again, I think that's that, that, that trope of like, or that narrative of like, you need two parents yeah, are better than exactly. one, even if the one is fucked up. Yeah. A husband and a wife, and a white picket fence, and a daughter and a girl, and you know, the perfect life, and right. all this stuff, and all of that is, 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 is an illusion, really. Totally. Truly. 100%. Yeah. Or the idea that you need two parents because it's better economically. Like, two incomes are better than one, which is true. True. That shouldn't determine whether or not you stay together or not stay together if your marriage is falling apart. And you who's know? to say that, like, the in- the double income is going to something beneficial? Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, I totally agree. I just, I feel like black women have notoriously gotten the short end of this particular stick. Yes, definitely. Not just with, like, the propaganda that I think popular society likes to throw out there, but I think it can also happen from our within our own community as well. Mm. In preparing for this episode, I was reading a lot about the African-American family structure. And a lot of the different articles that I read basically pointed to the fact that when... So African-American men sit at the top of the social hierarchy in terms of our black community and so when the dads are around they generally play the role model role or the rule maker rule enforcer Uh sort of role essentially like the head bitch in charge yeah 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 however when it's a two-parent household black women's roles are assumably the responsibilities of the house okay cooking cleaning making sure that all is right for the kids if it is a two-parent household, generally the the gender, the more gender-specific roles can also be shared. Uh-huh. Whereas if the father is around, he still maintains the role model role above the mom. And uh-huh. I think I had a hard time. Very patriarchal. Yeah, and I think I had a hard time wrapping my head around that just because I feel like there have been so many popular African-American celebrities that have come from single-parent households and are like, or from single moms and are like, look, I turned out to be this awesome fucking person mm-hmm. with just a single mom mm-hmm. i didn't have that struggle of not having a male role model in my life so thus i am less than mm-hmm. and i think that that's where i really get just hitched up is the idea that if you don't have a father around and you are a person of color you are somehow less than and you're not going to achieve as much as you could if you were doing it yeah. the right way which would be the the white way right you sort of already start you know like like three steps behind yeah. You know, in society and everything because you come from a broken household. Totally. Which some people, which, which I don't, which just to believe that without actually, let's say someone who does come, come from a two-parent household, mm-hmm. I think there's been time and time again to prove that that is the opposite. You know, I, I want to say like Jordan Peele came from just a single mother household. I think he did. I think um, President Obama, Obama did. I mean, Tyler time, Perry, right. Kanye West. <laughs> 
Halle Berry, Sam time, Jackson. Time and time again, you see that. And so it's not true, mm-hmm. obviously. Mm-hmm. And I think the more and more people can start to just sort of this, uh, uh, I don't know, just uh, not get so attached to the the what should be or the yeah. if not or it, you know then then they may have they may have a, a better time opening up and connecting to certain people totally i also yeah. think that we're forgetting like the more progressive forward thinking women in this discussion of single parent households cuz there are women that can support themselves and don't necessarily want to be wives but they want to be moms mm-hmm. and we're negating the option of free choice in this particular matter and someone's right to make their own decision on the trajectory of their life and in turn having society trust that this kid is going to be okay yeah because just because a mom is a single mom doesn't mean that she doesn't have an like a family unit right or an extended family unit i mean there's been a lot of women now who either just adopt on their own or have a cigarette cigarette surrogate (laughs) and have a cigarette (laughs) at the end of the day because it's real stressful right a surrogate on their own and don't have a man in their lives you know i think um lucy lou did that did she lou it's it doesn't say whether she's with somebody or not but she she had her son through a surrogate and i believe she's a single mom Mindy Kaling is also a single mom. Really? Yeah, Mindy Kaling. I think she gave birth at the beginning of this year, end of last year. She's a single mom. And did she, like, in vitro? No. I think it was, like, the good old-fashioned way. But we don't know the guy. No, and I think it was one of those situations where I think it was, do not quote me, I'm not speaking for Mindy Kaling, but from the reports that I read, I think it was unplanned. Mm. And she... Decided to have it. Yeah, Totally. Wow. And I don't know if the guy is around or not or who knows, but that was a totally independent decision that she made because she's Mindy Kaling and yeah. can raise a kid on her own. I think also Charlize Theron yeah. is another... Um, yeah, she definitely doesn't have a partner. Single mom by choice. Was that some shade? <laughs> no, no, no. Like, she, like, like I don't know who could get that woman. Like, she's amazing. <laughs> Didn't Seth MacFarlane have her for a moment? Oh, jeez. Anyway, we're going to go way <laughs> off topic, pontificating about Charlize Theron's sex life. All of, uh, sex life. All I'm saying is I think that we need to empower women to be able to make the decision of whether or not they want to have a kid by themselves and then support that decision. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of people out there that because they don't agree with... Right, whether it's the conventional way or the right way or right. so on and so forth the judgments all around it yeah i feel like we've also gotten to this place because of things like social media where we are just super happy to put our opinion out there yo yeah and fast yeah yeah without considering the other side and i think i'm saying that because in prep for this particular episode i was reading some reports of single moms and like what it's like and the insults that have been hurled at them and the things that strangers say to strangers i was truly shocked wow yeah um and I just, I couldn't imagine being a woman who's divorced, widowed, or just decided to have a kid by choice and constantly facing a stigma. Mm-hmm. Never mind the fact that women make less than men. So we're like facing stigma and we're making less money overall. Right, 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 right. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, times are changing. It'll get there. Hopefully. hopefully. I mean, I hope they change faster than, than not. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Especially when it comes to black single moms because yeah. I think that they really get a short end of a stick that I don't think that they sure do. deserve. It's not fair. No, not at all. Mm-mm. And I think to really end that particular trope, I think you have to look deeper than the trope itself and look 
into the sexism and the racism mm-hmm. portion of it. Behind it. Yeah, because, I mean, smashing the patriarchy in order to dead this particular trope is one thing. Mm-hmm. But I think the... I think it could be racism from the white community, but I feel like it can also be racism from the black community yeah, as well. within their own community. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I have had in the course of my life a couple, a handful of black men that essentially blame single black motherhood on the women themselves Jeez. and point the finger of, well, this is, what's wrong, this is what's wrong with our community. This is why poverty continues to exist because it's a taught thing from mm. generation to generation, single mom to single mom, because it's so normal in our community yeah and you know you you know what you know what you know and so you see what you know and you do what you know yeah um but then the added i think slap in the face of like look you're not even raising our kids right like you're making us look bad because you're not raising our children right what the fuck is wrong with you Mm. like oh no black women cannot take care of their own kids because they can't take care of their own selves Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. sort of thing yeah um which i don't agree with yeah and i think black women are more than 100% capable. morally capable, right. physically able yeah. to either bootstrap their way up through life or continue bootstrapping on whatever course they have set aside for them or set ahead for themselves. Definitely. I completely agree. Hmm. Oh, it gets me kind of fired up. Yeah. What are you and your mom doing for Mother's Day? Um, We might do like a drag brunch. Oh. Yeah. We've been watching RuPaul's season 10. Where would you go? Hamburger Mary's? I'm not so sure. My brother's girlfriend is looking into it, but okay. we've been wanting to do like a drag brunch. Oh. Um, and it, which is more of a surprise for her to actually see drag queens like in live. Has she never? No, she's never. Wow. I'm excited to take her. I hope you're taking her to like West Hollywood. Yes. Downtown. Okay, so somewhere cool. around there. Well, I'm not sure. I don't know where, I don't know if there's another <laughs> drag community that I am like completely Completely. Yeah. I know most of them are going to be in West Hollywood. Um, how about you? You and your mama? My mom is in New York. <laughs> oh, okay. My mom has taken up to New York with my father to do a joint, like, Mother's Day uh, birthday. Sweet. So I- I'm calling my mom. Okay. <laughs> that's it. Probably taking her out to lunch when she gets back. How nice of you. But that's it. Alrighty. You're making me feel like I should, like, do more. No, no. She's, no. She's Don't seeing worry. Hello, Dolly with Bernadette Peters. Like, she's fine. She's in good hands. She's, her and Bernadette will get along swimming. <laughs> they will. She'll probably forget my dad is even there. Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I would too, though. Okay, guys. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day, everybody. And we'll talk to you next time. Yeah. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye.